Good morning. Welcome to Conversations with Friends with Mary Omwake, exploring ways to live our lives more fully in this wonderful world. We welcome your calls and thoughts at 242-7800. Conversations with Friends is brought to you on KAOI by Unity of Maui, where the heart is at home. Now, here's your host, Mary Omwake. And my co-host and partner, Jim Jacobson. Good to be with you. It's a gorgeous day. Great to be with you in this time of a lot of somberness boy, going on. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. boy oh, don't you want Don Imus back? I mean, it made you think just a week ago we were talking about language, yeah. and now we're seeing even an extension of the violence. Yeah. But it, has so, it has so chilled me from when I got oh. those first reports yesterday, because I went to University of Virginia, which is about two hours away from Virginia Tech, which is sort of a rival. Yes. And I felt incredibly connected, and I was just drawn and riveted to this information. Well, I just sat in prayer, and I'll tell you, I just, the first time I've yelled at my TV, mm-hmm. I've been practicing, mm-hmm. you know, maturing and silence, and but they started to blame already. I saw that already. immediately. Already, and I thought, just a moment, we have just watched the deepest tragedy of what they go Mm -hmm. through in Iraq every day but Mm -hmm. we have watched in one of the most beautiful environments college Mm -hmm. and we have seen something horrible happen Mm -hmm. and they can't even let us breathe through the loss and the and the the kids who were heroes that you know honor that and they were trying to say everybody did everything I am so glad they immediately started with the police could have done that what who in the world are we gonna go and have every we're gonna put metal detectors on every door in i mean and they just went on jim and i finally said stop it we've got to grieve something something has gone wrong in america i am and so i mean really, we've watched junior it's, high school kids kill yeah. and we've now 33 people it was incredible can't we stop for a minute and breathe and say what has gone wrong. My heart really went out oh. to want to the president of uh, Virginia oh. Tech and that and that police chief or or whatever oh. who ran the security department at a college. And they, I mean, the the most that these folks ever deal with is, you know, DUI and 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 stuff like that. Little, so, little grass or something yeah, so, in the dormitory. you know, the fact that they have guns there. I, oh. I was listening this morning, in as a result at the University of Hawaii. And, Honolulu, mm-hmm. they're going to start, mm-hmm. uh, they're looking at having their security force carry weapons. So even the fact that they were weaponized in Virginia says something. Mm. It's incredible. And my heart went out because they were, str- I mean, right away you saw the National Press Corps in there blaming and, 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 Starting. and questioning things that, that, maybe they're good questions, but I they're don't They're good questions uh, two weeks down the yeah, road. But right they're away. important questions two, two yeah. weeks down the road. Not today. Yeah. Our love goes out. And so let's just pause because, you know, we are one with all people. And for every parent that had a child, for every Mm -hmm. student that had a friend, for whatever could have possibly been going on in this young man's life, Mm -hmm. how much disconnect could Mm -hmm. he have had that that Mm -hmm. would even enter his mind? That didn't happen in a vacuum. Mm -hmm. That happened in a culture. Mm -hmm. And and my prayer would be, you know, the fact that we we opened a wound last week with uh, rude and uh, awful behavior of language that mm-hmm. we've been using for so long, and now maybe we can go even deeper. I mean, when Michael Moore did Bowling for Columbine, mm-hmm. and people were so upset about it, and he showed how many people will die from gunshot mm-hmm. wounds in America, as opposed to the rest of the world. Mm-hmm. You know, you just go to Canada, and they don't even lock their doors. They don't even lock their doors. And, and so there's got to be a way that we can wake up and learn to love each other better and, and solve this problem deep, deep, uh, together. Anyway, that's my prayer, Jim, as we I, love people, that we use this as a, a wake-up call that isn't about blaming anymore or metal detectors. It's about going deep. What's going on with our kids? It's there. There's something. There's something crazy, and mm. and we saw it, and mm. it was the worst massacre in American history. Oh, and, and worse. I mean, it's what we read about in Iraq. But yeah. imagine, you know, what what it really did for me yeah. was, I thought this in Iraq, they live with this every, every day. single day. Yeah. They get up every single day and live with this. Wow. I mean, let can we make the jump? 
can we just remember we we've got to take a stand for nonviolence? I I'm getting on a, a, an airplane today to go ride the peace train for nonviolence, right. for finding nonviolent solutions to all of our differences. You know, mm-hmm. and it just made me think we've got to go. We've got to, how grateful we are for people like Gandhi and Martin Luther King Jr. that said, you know what, we do have big holes in our heart. We do have big gapping wounds in our culture, and we can find the soul within us to heal this, to transform it, if we're willing. What are some tools that you'd recommend, Mary, when, when, when we watch this horrendous stuff on television? And, and it, just, it just, I mean, I, couldn't, I, I stayed up to 1, 2 in the morning, riveted by it, mm-hmm. and, and, and also feeling deep pain. But what do you recommend? Well, uh, for many years, Jim, I have used the news just as my prayer list. I don't. I watch the news literally to find out who do I uh, want to. Who, who is the spirit prayer? asking me to hold in my heart today? Yeah. So I ask people. You know, when you watch the news, if it upsets you, and that's why I said when I yelled, mm-hmm. I thought, "Wow, I haven't done that for a while." Because normally I would, I would just take it in my prayer. And I saw, you know, when I saw that those kids and I saw the police over and over, I just kept holding that entire place in my heart and sending love and sending light and sending peace and forgiveness and blessing. Because what can you do? Mm-hmm. I don't know any of the details Mm -hmm. i just know boy all that what is that like at the same time we have right here on maui five of my closest friends have parents or husbands dying Mm -hmm. so i have it up close in a place where we expect it but it's still Uh. heart-wrenching now we take it to big but prayer is the only thing that's where it all starts first we go to prayer and then something rises within us Mm -hmm. if we're to take action but blame doesn't solve the problem Yeah. Blame doesn't solve the problem. Anyway, enough of that. For all of you, we, we hold this, like 9-11 was such a, uh, it shattered the soul. Mm-hmm. And this shatters mm-hmm. the myth. Kids going to college, one of the finest colleges. Mm-hmm. Uh, but you can't, like, lock down every college in America. No. I mean, so anyway, um, Jim, I don't know. How do you do it? You're younger. You. I, I don't. I mean, I was really uh, gra- grappling with it because I really was feeling. To me, the most horrific thing is what must have been going through the students who were sitting in the classroom when someone comes in and and does that. And I saw some incredibly poignant, touching interviews of kids who survived by playing dead. And you know, when, when they got up, they realized that the their fellow students around them weren't playing dead yes. and that to me is just chilling and so all I all I can do is pray and meditate and and be grateful for for the for the fact that we are so and, blessed and, and those heroic students that realized they were going to have to block the door yeah and that Including they were the, willing there was one who had a broken who had a gunshot wound to his yeah. arm but and he was blocking but the door. something he knew i have yeah. we've got to close that door mm-hmm. and even when they heard it so let us just take a moment that we can't do it on radio silence <laughs> but wherever you are to send love and light yeah. and um and open open to the possibility of a world that works for everybody mm-hmm. has to include the disenfranchised i mean mm-hmm. You know, it's like the bullies that we see that turn around and do violent acts. Mm-hmm. We got we got to go deeper mm-hmm. to find, teach all of us. And and I'm so thrilled. Um, right now at the church, they're doing two days of compassionate communication, nonviolent communication, mm-hmm. teaching police officers, teaching all of us. But um, the psalmist wrote. Weeping may linger for the night, but joy comes with the morning. And as my mother wow. passed a month ago, you know, there, that we must be willing to grieve. This is a huge loss. And I don't know that blame will help anybody. Anybody. I don't know. That's just yeah. my stand. We're going to start. If you're, if, if you're listening you, and you'd like to talk to a chaplain at Unity oh. or Silent mm. Unity, uh, call us at 242 uh, at Unity, we always have people 24 hours a day praying. Uh-huh. And at 12 noon, and come 12 and pray noon. with us at yeah. 12 noon just to be in the silence. I certainly don't have an answer, but I know we're connected, and I know that this is a part of us, and, uh, and we're connected to what's happening in Iraq, and we're yeah. connected to what's happening in Defar. So we, we just have to know that deep down inside we can work together to find solutions Absolutely. and uh we're going to take a break yeah. right now and then we're going to be back um, and shift the energy here totally I, I just think we have to do it but uh, i i love where we have a workshop called this this very saturday no yeah it's this saturday mm-hmm. called the courage to take action creativity unleashed it couldn't be a better timing awesome the and david livingstone's going to be in with us and it's amazing i think he might come from canada 
And uh, I just, I didn't realize that. But when I watched that bowling for Columbine, wasn't that what it was? Yeah, and they yeah, realized when you saw just, you cross the border, and these people don't even have to lock their doors. Um, and they have a lot of guns. They just don't use them on each <laughs> other. Okay, we'll be we'll right, be right back. back. Conversations with Friends with Mary Omwick is a presentation of Unity on Maui. We are a trans-denominational community. If you'd like to join our families of sponsors on Conversations with Friends, please call us at Unity at 242-9327. There's a reason that Hawaii's premier mortgage company has successfully completed over $2 billion in loans for the people of Maui. With over 20 years of experience and a 99% loan completion rate, Trisha Morris and Premier Mortgage have earned the trust of thousands of Maui homeowners. Where mortgages are concerned, don't leave anything to chance. Go with number one. Call Trisha Morris and her team of magicians today. 874-8800. That's 874-8800 for Hawaii's premier mortgage company. And now, back to Conversations with Friends. And, and before we introduce David Livingston, I do want to uh, give thanks and acknowledge Myrna Stone and her amazing Real Estate Maui-style magazine because this month, as I've been talking about, um, she's got this great, fabulous um, picture on the cover. The, uh, the artwork's always fabulous, but it's just, uh, oh, it's just Maui at its best <laughs> with the ocean and the blue and the blue, blue sky and the richness of it. But the thing that I really like, and I'm encouraging people to pick it up, and it's free everywhere, is they have this um, interview process that we get to dialogue and question Maui 2050. Mm-hmm. And how do we create a sustainable Maui? What kind of community do we want in 2050? In 2050, yeah. you know, because once the ocean, the high rises are everywhere, or once the infrastructure is in, then it's too late. Yeah. So thinking about education and thinking about the Aina and yeah. thinking about uh, our greatest resource is aloha and beauty. And um, the tourists don't come for that other thing. So, I mean, I'm just thinking, is everybody thinking this through? Yeah. Before so pick we up put a copy up, of, yeah. of Real Estate Maori Style. There's a wonderful survey in it. Uh, that you can take and and really weigh in on your vision for Maui 2050. Plus, Jim, anybody who does vision boards or, <laughs> or treasure maps, I get a lot of good pictures. I love this. I, I, mean, I love I, this. So buy, pick up the magazine; it's free, and <laughs> clip it up, cut it up, and picture your perfect home. I'm sure, Myrna, or your pic- perfect view. Your perfect I always view. like the view. I'm a yeah, view the, person. Yeah. And we're going to be talking about creativity unleashed. So I'm uh, just welcoming to the studio David Livingstone from how uh canada which is kind of interesting but you've been here six months i thought you just flew in so welcome david how do you like maui i love maui i've been coming here since 1984 okay and and everybody's into creativity and what a great workshop title creativity unleashed the courage to take action wow and you're going to present it at unity on a saturday this week 10 30 to 4 30 and um, it sounds really fascinating. But how did how did you start doing this? What what brought you into it? Well, um, I did a lot of personal growth work, and I really got into psychotherapy, psychodrama, and I was doing some counseling in that area. But I always felt that there was something still missing, and uh, I discovered that I had a tremendous amount of fire and passion, and um, I had gone traveling for two years and spent time. Up in northern India and all through India and Southeast Asia and sat with some of the lamas. And, uh, Did you go to Dharamsala? Oh, yes. I spent five, six weeks there. Yes. I loved it. Yeah, I, I fell in love with it, too. And the people uh, are just, um, it was like my family, uh, so instant. Uh, amazing story in itself. We could talk forever <laughs> on that one. Uh, um, then I came back, and I... I wasn't sure. As you know, I was traveling uh, through Southeast Asia for two years. When you come back, nothing's the same. It's a lot different over here. Yeah. Yeah. And Even being in Canada. Away, <laughs> being away for that long, nothing. I was like a barren uh, piece of ground. Everything, I just kind of let go. I actually went into meditation um, regularly, a couple hours every day, morning and night, and kept asking, what is it I'm supposed to be doing? And um, I went in what I call my pregnancy period. It was actually nine months mm-hmm. from the time Full that term. I totally committed to sit 
until I got my answer. Did you do that long meditation every day? During every, that day. Yeah. every day. Every day. It's plus, very similar to what uh, Barbara Marks Hubbard is going to be talking about on next week's program about uh, this going into going into a period and just really focusing. And so what happened as a result of the this? Incubation, pro- incubation. Exactly. Um, something miraculous happened because I wasn't sure um, what I wanted to do. And all this information started coming to me about creativity and self-expression. And the only other person that I knew that was, I considered creative, because I never ever considered myself creative at that point, was a uh, stage actor. And I started telling him about this information. And he just kept lighting up, and he couldn't sit still. And he said, you got to put this out here. This is like a whole other level. It's like no one's talking about that level. And uh, I still didn't understand everything. But um, he was so enthused, and I was enthused. So I started off with a a little hand-drawn brochure that I put up, uh, starting doing creativity classes on the information and integrating some meditation and some uh, drama. I had the drama experience. Did you you had a background in theater or no? Not at all. No, No, nothing. You just kind of this came through the through the meditation process. Absolutely, and you kind um, of the first time I saw the back of your head, you looked like Peter Fonda. Uh, oh he? wow! I get Clint Eastwood. I, Clint Easter, I, I would have said Clint Eastwood, <laughs> okay. but I didn't. You know, I just a very striking, handsome man. But we're on radio, so. So anyway, so you ha- so you so you integrated uh, theater or, or, or the the dramatic component to this. The, yeah, the the the, the development of uh, psychotherapy, mm-hmm. psychodrama. Mm-hmm. So uh, I had developed a, a very, shall I say, highly intuitive sense of where people are mm-hmm. and where they needed to move to, mm-hmm. and then this gave me a forum. I started off. My first class was two people, wow. and it grew. And within a year, I was taking groups every month for long weekends to a beautiful uh, Galliano Island off of Vancouver mm. for a three-day retreat every month. So it became very successful for a small one-man show. Mm-hmm. And it was very nourishing and fulfilling. And then it expanded, and I started traveling with it a little bit. and. And went on from there. When now, you, now, your book is "You, the most creative person you'll ever know." Right. When did you write that in this process? That started '94. Yeah. And by that time, I had started uh, coming into California a little bit, and I finished the book in Mill Valley. Uh, but it began in Vancouver. I did a lot of writing in Vancouver, yeah. but it did finish in uh, Mill Valley at that particular time. And uh, the day I remember. Because I had given up my place and I was living out of my car for the last week before I went back to Canada, and I dotted the final dot to create the to, to create, create that, the book the creative process of yes. writing the book. Yeah. Well, you know, we teach that at Unity. You cannot not create. True. I mean, everybody that's listening to this program has created their life. Mm-hmm. You know, you cannot not create. So you're going to give people some insight and some tools. Absolutely. To create with more joy, and it sounds like more fun. You wrote a poem. Uh, right. I don't know if you want to read it here, but I kind of, John and Natalie Tyler next week are going to read some poetry, so we might it's as well warm up with poetry hour with you. conversations yeah. with friends. <laughs> yeah, this and is Jim's going to go home and try to learn to write a poem for yeah. Molly. <laughs> uh, yeah, this poem is um, from my book called You, the Most Creative Person You'll Ever Know. And it says, if you fulfill just one small dream in this life, then you will experience living as it is meant to be. This one step will reveal to you the mystery magic of life. Having touched the heart of all creation, your joy will remain forever. Wow. Now, this, the, the point of this is that when we surrender to the creative process, which, by the way, which I call authentic creativity. Yeah. Authentic creativity cannot be manipulated, and it cannot be uh, used for... Uh, egoic purposes. Authentic creativity is, is tapping into the spirit, the, the creator, and you become the vehicle. And in that process, you start to realize uh, one small dream for me was f- this book. And so when it was birthed, it was the most exhilarating, blissful feeling that I have ever had. And sort of like a new mom, I wasn't thrilled with the the colors didn't turn out the way that I thought. (laughs) 
I but, wish my daughter had green eyes. You mean oh, the yeah, no, exactly. My, my son was so he was redhead, so he's blotchy. <laughs> yes. And I, I kind of looked at him, and I knew I loved him, but I thought, oh, wow. Yeah. It's he doesn't initial. look like a Gerber baby. <laughs> yes. And I was 17 holding him, but he just looked beautiful in three months. <laughs> exactly. And, it, and that's that initial, I think that initial shock, uh, 2,800 books landing on a, pal- a pallet. Yeah. Oh, my God, now what am I going to do with this? Yeah. You know? And I had never writ- written before. I pub- self-published. I distributed the journey, again, of the poem is that when we follow that intuitive, creative instincts, mystery and magic starts to unfold. And you become, you then get to have the greatest partner on earth, and that is the creator itself. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And so when you surrender to mm-hmm. that authentic creativity, but you still have to do the work. Yeah. You're still here on earth, so you have to you have <laughs> to get out there and you knock on doors and you do things that scare you, but that's when you stretch, and that's the importance of this workshop and, and for people that may be interested in expanding their creativity. It doesn't matter what level you are at. So if you're just beginning or uh, someone who's, uh, moved quite far along. We all need inspiration. And it's wonderful to be with people as we grow that maybe moved a little bit further along. And then we can pick up on that energy and get inspired and motivated. Mm-hmm. And they can see, because they've walked the, the, the talk, uh, where you need to go. And, and you know, Unity is a teaching learning community, David, which means yes. that uh, all of us have things that we've learned just like that, and we are inspiring to others, whether it's cooking a great lasagna or planting a beautiful garden or raising a healthy kid or learning how to, you know, move your body in yoga. Or, or Jim here does congruent marketing. He's a wizard at promoting things. He can promote just about anything. He's just a genius. Yeah. You know, we, but we, I love that, how people come together and you get inspired by them. Absolutely. And everybody has something that they're really good at, and you're going to inspire them. Exactly. And it's not, as you said, uh, it's, not, it's, not, oh, it's the, not the big deal. And yeah. I, I think we need to move, move away from that. And, and it's the simple little things where we're touched. When someone's real with us, when they say, say you know what? I'm scared right now. Mm-hmm. That creates an openness yeah. so that we can stretch, and, and that's a beautiful thing, so that we're not trying to, to be something that we're not. So we grow when we have the courage to be exactly where we are and have the passion to want to go further and say, you know what, and as you said it so well, every one of us has a purpose, has a mission here. And that we can fulfill that purpose and mission. And there's three stages, stages if we have time. I can Please. Share that. Sure. You know what? Maybe we take a pause and sure. hear from our sponsors because we want to hear this three stages. And also, how does passion? Everybody, our, our guests next week are really going to talk big time because it's about relationship. Uh, and they always say it's safety and passion that creates a great field for a great relationship. But in yes. terms of creativity, passion, it just keeps showing up, doesn't it? Absolutely. Something from your soul that brings you joy. So we're talking with David Livingston. Uh, the workshop, Play Shop, is Creativity Unleashed. It's this Saturday, The Courage to Take Action. It's going to be at High Street, 1030. And we'll be back because we're going to learn what the stages are and um, – Maybe have a little more poetry. Maybe Jim will come up with something. He's sitting here thinking right now. So thank you for listening, and uh, we'll be right back. Conversations with Friends with Mary Omwake is a presentation of Unity on Maui. We are a trans-denominational community. If you'd like to join our families of sponsors on Conversations with Friends, please call us at Unity at 242-9327. There's a reason that Hawaii's premier mortgage company has successfully completed over $2 billion in loans for the people of Maui. With over 20 years of experience and a 99% loan completion rate, Trisha Morris and Premier Mortgage have earned the trust of thousands of Maui homeowners. Where mortgages are concerned, don't leave anything to chance. Go with number one. Call Trisha Morris and her team of magicians today. 874-8800. That's 874-8800 for Hawaii's premier mortgage company. 
And now, back to Conversations with Friends. We want to invite you to join us Sunday at the Seventh-day Adventist Church at 10 o'clock with a big celebration. Uh, we're going to pass out those purple bracelets. And, well, these and are the ones that were on Oprah. They were on Oprah in the Today Show, and ours are on a slow boat. We've ordered them eight weeks ago. We know they're coming today. <laughs> I can feel it. There's affirmative. <laughs> there's affirmative. Because it's living without complaint, and I wouldn't want to have to complain. Well, I Not heard, that I would. Uh, so what these are, basically, if you, if you haven't heard about them, there are these bracelets similar to the Lance Armstrong yellow cancer mm-hmm. ones, but live, this is a, live a purple strong. one. Mm-hmm. And uh, you put it on your wrist, and every time you catch yourself complaining, you got to take it off one wrist and put it on your other wrist. Mm-hmm. And the goal is to have a month. 21 days. 21 days of not having to shift the bracelet because you haven't complained in 21 days. Well, I remember the first time you did it, it was uh, for a seven-day mental diet. Live seven days without negativity. And, you know, by the sixth day, you're so blissed. You're so happy because, it, you know, to live without complaint means you live from blessing. You live from appreciation. You live from request. And you get real creative. And one of the things is what we teach people is learn to say, God, that's great. So when something happens and it's really good, you go, God, that's great. And when somebody rear ends you, you go, God, mm, that's great. That's you know, and uh, you, know, you, just, you learn, you train yourself, little abacatas, you learn little techniques to pause, to give the Holy Spirit time to take over so the words that come out of your mouth are uplifting and inspiring. But um, we're going to have some fun with it. This is going to be very, very cool. And then on that Oprah show, he, uh, the minister in in Kansas. Yeah, he's a who, unity minister, who, right. In who, fact, he was supposed to be on the radio today, but he got an emergency. That, but that's great because that we've got David Livingston. Uh, he, he, Stone, said that, Livingston. he said someone sent they they sent these they send these bracelets out no charge to churches uh, mm-hmm. or anyone mm-hmm. but uh, they sent them to a church <laughs> and the really church good. didn't like him they they said they were low quality and sent them back they were complaining about the no complaint bracelets i know we well, won't be doing that no, we're gonna, you no, pick up fact, yours this yeah. sunday at uh, at unity at the or a purple Adventist. ribbon i told my staff cuz i'm getting on the train a plane today to take the peace train for nonviolence isn't that amazing we're Getting on a train with the civil rights legends, the ones that marched with Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. and Cesar Chavez and the Arun Gandhi and Ella Gandhi, the grandchildren of Martin Luther, uh, Mahatma Gandhi. We're going to bring. We're going to send you off with a recorder, so hopefully you can. Bring I back am. To we're going to bring back some, some great interviews. Great interviews with people. Michael Beckwith will be on the train and our Hula Hui, um, and it's just it's just going to be marvelous. But um, my staff said um, when I just left a few minutes ago, I said now. If they don't get in, just go down and get purple ribbon, and then yeah. they'll come in. They'll come in. But we, we, if we're setting an intention to live without complaint, I've been trying to practice. And it, you know, because one of the things that's so important for us to understand—it's a spiritual truth, Jim. If people got it, every time I complain, I'm ordering that from the universe. Now, people get that. Every complaint is like walking into McDonald's and saying, "I want a fish sandwich." You know, it's and the universe gives you a fish sandwich. If you understood your complaints, is an order to the universe, and you're gonna get it. And that's why people say, "I'm just a train wreck happening." Well, yeah, you got to change. You got to change, and so this will help you change. It just makes you conscious. And the goal, of course, is to keep the bracelet on one arm for 21 days. And we're gonna do it. We're gonna do. It. And the thing is, too, if you you know, if you catch someone complaining, and you say, "Ah, ah, ah." Then you have then to change your, your bracelet, too. That's what's so funny about it. So it's a very powerful thing. I'm looking and forward so to it, and that's this Sunday at, at This Unity. Sunday. And but now we're speaking with David Livingstone David. about Creativity Unleashed and, and the workshop that you're doing on Saturday. Um, David, you talk about this concept of hearing your authentic voice and, 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 uh, and uh, what do you call it, and sound. What's yes, that? Yes, yes. Each one of well, we're, we're energy, and we all have a, a certain vibration. So if we tap into that center that aligns us, it is our authentic sound. And I have developed a technique that very quickly brings people into that sound. So th- Can you demonstrate get, that on the radio? It's, it's very difficult to do because um, we'd have to go through a process. Okay. Yeah, and it might take okay, a while. But, so it's, but it's an actual sound? Uh, like It's a, a sound, and most people, um, for example, a lot of singers. Mm-hmm. Um, I've had an opera singer, world-famous opera singer, coming, and she her big thing was that she was very well-trained, but she didn't feel like she was really connecting. Mm-hmm. So I connected her to her real voice, mm-hmm. which created a lot more vulnerability mm-hmm. within her and openness. Mm-hmm. Because it included and opened her heart. Mm. So when we connect with that sound and vibration, when we communicate with other people, 
they get us. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. They get who we are on a spirit and soul level. Mm -hmm. So our words are much more impactful. Mm -hmm. And we, we can be soft and they still get who we are. So it's more about the sound of showing up. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's a beautiful thing to watch people completely change right in front of you in the matter of seconds mm-hmm. with this technique. Before we went to break, you alluded to the fact that there are stages of creative development. What are those? Well, as you know, as, uh, as when we're um, floundering around in the early stages of our lives, we're asking, you know, who am I? What am I supposed to be doing? I've got these pressures, outside pressures uh, from family and so on. So we're kind of bouncing around. And then, but we're, we're hoping that we can find something uh, that we can identify and express. And so then we start, that's the first stage is that maybe we take some, some classes in personal growth and development. Do you, do you have a name for these different stages? No, I just oh. stay stage okay. one. Stage one. Right, <laughs> <laughs> great. Yeah. There you go. Yes. And that's, uh, that's the stage. And we, we're very coming from a place of often fear. To, to be and discover who we are because we don't know and at that early stage. So we begin the process of personal development. And then the second stage is... Let me guess, stage two? Absolutely. <laughs> okay. And that is when we start to carve our niche in the world. And that's where we take what we have developed, our creative processes, start businesses, workshop leaders, uh, teachers, and so on. Mm. The third stage comes when it's all about giving. And Mm. this is the advanced, the mastery of where my sole purpose is to empower, to serve, and benefit others. Mm -hmm. And this is where we come into the nonviolent creativity, Hmm. where we are out of the way. Is there violent creativity? Absolutely. Absolutely. For example... Turn on the TV. War. And that's okay. That's what you mean War. by yes. Okay, any of that. Okay. Yes. And Those laser bombs that absolutely. can go eighteen at stories down and find something and kill it, and that's creativity. That's and what an awful way to use it. Absolutely. Nuclear that weapons. same genius okay. could transform the world. Okay. That is the purpose of my work. Yes, that could tra- the same genius. Exactly, and it that same energy. So the same energy that goes into hatred and anger. The, to 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 beat up others, to harm others, we can use that same energy to transform and create a much healthier creativity. I, I'm thinking of an example of that. One of my favorite uh, designers of all times, and it was featured in the movie Tucker, mm-hmm. and he was a designer who who built these cars uh, in in World War II that with gun turrets and did some very clever things. And he was able to ver- to move them very quickly and to, to move them any direction. And then he, after the war, he came out with all these innovations like seat belts, which Detroit had never done, and uh, uh, headlights that actually move in the direction that you're right. in. And he applied all these things that he had used in war to creating a better car, a car that we are very much driving today. Uh, it's a wonderful movie, by the way, Tucker. But uh, there's an example of, of turning that creativity from violent to nonviolence. Absolutely, absolutely, and as as and we're we're hungry for it, um, and you see that especially at Unity and mm-hmm. and wonderful places where people come together, Buddhist Center, and so on. Uh, people all over when you talk to them in general conversations at Starbucks and so on, they're going, you know what? The same. They say everyone says the same thing. It's like. Oh, I'm so tired of this violence on TV and every mm-hmm. program's now, every movie's blowing them up. And so, and you know, I've been movie, in the industry. The movie that won the Academy Award, Departed, Yes, I, I thought was the most repulsive movie I've ever watched. There was no redemption. There was no, uh, you know, uh, no redemption. That's and it won so th- the Academy Award. And the movie, the, the song that won last year, I'm a Pimp. What? Why? I mean, there's great stories to be told. Yeah. There's great yeah. and little, but also things like our own hometown. Don't little get Miss, me started. Little but, Miss I mean, Sunshine, really, yeah. Little Miss Sunshine, which was a great movie that was actually produced by someone here on Maui, um, did also win an Academy Award. But anyway, so there are all sorts. That, that was, it's interesting that oh, that Hollywood is doing both sides of it. Do you feel, think that there's? Do you, you said you were an insider. What'd you yeah, do? yeah. What'd I mean, I've had lead roles in feature films. It was one of the things I did, and I'll tell you, it's one of the hardest things I've ever had to do. Yeah. Is because the 
let's be honest here. The truth is, it's a, it's about money. Mm-hmm. Hollywood. It's it's about illusion. It's about shock. It's about manipulating the feelings. Mm-hmm. The bottom line is, I was told by director, David, I know your background. I know what you can give me. But please, just do the lines. I don't want to see your spirit. I don't mm. want, I haven't got time. We're on a tight budget. Wow. And that's the bottom line. You know, you see a movie, I'm just thinking back, like October Sky, these kids learning how to use rockets. Do you yes. remember that when the kids went out and it was West Virginia or someplace and they set the rocket and they got blamed for burning down something? But what a great story. And it inspires right. possibility where it never been. And I, I still remember Hoosiers. I mean, there's just great movies that show and, and a Shawshank Redemption, but mm. there's got to be redemption or, or something that inspires and lifts because yes. it's going into the... And I do know, I mean, David Hawkins says that over half of the people are down at fear and below mm. all the time. Yes. 80% 80% of the world lives there, but you don't feed it. You mm. feed, you inspire, and you lift, and I love workshops like this. Yeah, and that, that's our, our job, Mary, is exactly that, is that each one of us, don't buy into this. This is not... This is not where we need to be going. And I don't mean the pre- preaching here, but yeah, I'm well, no, very I passionate preach, preach and that we need to move in a whole other direction. This whole division that we've created mm. within, uh, as I see in America, mm-hmm. is also catching on, unfortunately, in Canada. And it's this division of, you know, those who want war and 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 those who who don't and and want a peaceful mm. and so let's all just move into more of that authentic creativity if you embrace your emotions your feelings and express them in your creative process it'll transform it'll uplift and again it's the simplest thing that everybody everyone listening has an amazing amazing creative um seed in them that's some of them has already blossomed. Some wants to go further. But some are still sitting there. And doesn't matter what age. Uh, I have clients in their 70s that are doing amazing things now, which refers back to stage three. And that they're, they're, they're creating wealth. And that's a, I want to talk about mastermind. Uh, creating wealth to help people in third world countries. They're not interested in it for themselves. They, they want to benefit and I thought about unity, and I thought, you know, there's amazing people in the community, and get together and start creating small masterminds and, and create that amazing center. And they can do it. Once we realize the power of six or seven, eight people coming together or creating those relationships, again, again, a few people, because we can't do it alone. And I've been a lone wolf a long time, so <laughs> I'm moving into this this whole new area of myself and and I was very much inspired by I don't know if you've heard of the Maui millionaires but check it out online it's just www.mauimillionaires.com it's a whole structure these people are making wealth money a lot of money and their sole purpose is to help people all over the world that are impoverished, mm. that need help. They're creating schools. They're they're drilling mm. wells. This is Diane Kennedy. That's is it exactly. Diane Kennedy? Yeah. yeah, yeah. And it's a wonderful book. And I borrowed some of their uh, technique, which I implement Beautiful. in my program, to inspire people. Look, what? Yeah, wealth in and of itself does not is not fulfilling. Mm-hmm. It's like those movies we talked about. They're very empty. But mm-hmm. wealth with a purpose to serve and uplift that's why we're here yeah. that's what inspired me that's why I even mentioned the book because I'm now moving in that mm-hmm. direction so that I can leave a legacy and we mm-hmm. all can uh, well you know David I love that um, because I, I, I'm a big fan of Bill Gates and uh, Warren Buffett and I've just admired Warren Buffett for 15 years there's something so authentic about this person who still lives in the same house and drives his own pickup truck, who's the second richest man in the world. I guess now he just got bumped. He's the third. Somebody uh-huh. jumped over him. And, but but wh- listening to those two, and when, when 
when Bill Gates finally met Warren Buffett, he found like a father figure, somebody, to ch- and Warren found somebody to that was clearly understood mm-hmm. what he's doing. But both of them realized after the first billion, <laughs> you know, and both of them have dedicated their life. Now, Bill Gates, I think it's next year that he's going to drop out of. He's running. dropping out of Microsoft and, and he's going to run the same Gates genius. Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation. He's the same time. genius. And but one of the things that that's scriptural is that we have spiritual gifts. And everybody doesn't have the spiritual gift to be a millionaire. I mean, there are people just, everything they touch, everybody has the spiritual gift to have abundance. But right. I think we've gone crazy on abundance. Absolutely. And people get, because when you don't know it comes from yourself, and this is what I love about your workshop, authentic, it comes from the joy inside of you, then a garden creates more joy than 15 gated houses. Mm-hmm. Yes. You know, it, it, when it's acquisition, and, and Warren Buffett really made that point. It's not about acquisition for acquisition's sake. Once you realize it's then to do good, then there's joy. Yes. But he still gets up going to work. He loves what he does. Yes. He literally still. Because he has the passion, Mary. He does. He loves what he does. That's a spiritual gift to make money. And I think people miss it. You don't need millions to be joyful and happy. You need to find what your soul came to give. That's what we said at church on Sunday. Don't look at everything in the world that needs to be fixed. Find, go deep, deep, beyond your programming, beyond, beyond Madison Avenue, beyond all the things they say you need to have and do. Find what you love the most, what yes. you love the most, and bring that, what you've done. Bring that out. It sounds to me that's what you worship. Bring yeah. that out. Give that to the world. You will have enough. The, the, Jesus didn't promise millionaires. That's just bullshit. Excuse my language. But Jesus promised abundance. Abundance. Yes. Abundance, which means enough. Friendship harmony creativity joy i'm just i'm kind of on a bandwagon because yeah. people are going crazy with money no i absolutely They're agree. just crazy with money and you can have a wealth wealth can mean a wealth of of of, of kindness of compassion everyone has those gifts <gasps> the time friendship so, harmony exactly loving. and what are your needs and again the Maui millionaires pound point that out yes. very brilliantly maybe your needs is only to create a couple hundred thousand dollars maybe that's what's important to you Maybe that thing, and but do it by doing what you love to do. Absolutely, mm-hmm. freedom, financial freedom is mm-hmm. enough. Exactly. I just watch people that have. They just. It doesn't matter. It's not enough. Yeah. yeah. I've got to have one more. Yeah. One more, and that's another kind of addiction. So yeah. I love bringing people back to the joy they have to give, and um, and just finding it. Everybody has. It. That's why the world can work for everyone. Absolutely. It can't work for everyone if everybody has to have a gated house. There's just not enough land. I mean, you can do the math on an island, count (laughs) the people, and everybody gets that. There's no land left. But but everybody can have a a beautiful home and have friends in it and have creativity and joy. And and creativity is the key, isn't it? I mean, isn't that when you feel joy? Absolutely. There's no no question about it. And just to to affirm what you're saying, I mean, I lived in Santa Monica for a while with some of the wealthiest people you could imagine. I've never met the most self-absorbed, stingiest people (laughs) in the whole world. And I mean that sincerely. And I've traveled in third world countries. Or if you go back to eastern Canada Mm -hmm. and Newfoundland, I don't know if you remember 9-11. The whole world came to 9-11. They all landed in Newfoundland. People with nothing, 50% unemployment. People were so moved by the generosity, they gave them the last food out of their cupboards and gave them their beds to sleep on. Oh, wow. This is people all over the world that has so little but gives so much. Yes. And we get caught up in this, and it's wonderful because you think that uh, we are controlled if we buy into the creative process that Music industry, film industry, large corporations, and I mean the ones that are not there for the good of all beings, mm. that are just mm. there self-serving. Mm. And so let's take the power back. That's where the power is. Bring it back to your authentic creativity. You are the most creative person that you'll ever know. And your happiness is in finding what you love and giving it. And the world will support you. Absolutely. And if, and if you want to have a big house, that's fine. But once you get it, look around and see is it filled with laughter and joy and harmony and, and deep friendships. And Warren Buffett said it really well. Success is when you get to be my age, and he's like, what, 76, 77, yeah. and you realize the people you love the most love you too. 
that the people you really love and the people you work with love you too. He said, that's what success is. And, and I love the fact, and, and uh, Bill Gates said, if you really want to believe that he still lives in his own house, he said he went into his dining room and two of the chairs, they didn't have seats in them. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he had raised his six or seven kids and yeah. the wife died and he didn't replace the chairs. Yeah. And he says, can you imagine the second richest man? He said, and he didn't even know. Yeah, there's a certain humility that <laughs> yeah. goes yeah. with that. And that I sounds. think that's, uh, that's a beautiful thing. But I want to I wanted to say one other thing. My experience has been that the richest people that I know are the most generous. Yes. I have been so touched by the wealth here on Maui and their generosity of spirit, their kindness, the most likely to get up and go. So I know there's both ends. Absolutely. But I surely don't want to imply it all because my experience has been the people with a lot of wealth are the most loving. Yeah. The most that's giving. how you get it. Yeah. And that, that's how you that's get it. That's how you get happy. it. And but that's, that's how you get, how, it, how you get it. Exactly. And the point being is that those people are coming to Maui because Maui is that place of uh, generosity and open-heartedness. But, but the point that I was trying to make in yeah. Santa Monica, everybody is so go, 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 go. Oh, yeah. So having to be on this crazy spinning yeah. treadmill yeah. so that I actually feel compassion for them now that I'm away from them. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> David, it's grateful. Thank you so much. Uh, your workshop is Saturday, April 21st at... Uh, from 10.30 until 4.30 at yes. Unity. And how do people register? Yes, uh, they can call Patty Medina at 808-242-9327. And the cost is, if you pre-register, is, it's $69. And just let me say, honestly, that this this workshop in Canada and Europe, I charge hundreds of dollars for the we, same workshop. We are very fortunate, David, because we tell people. You know, so many people uh, if you will fly to the mainland. And we just had uh, Deepak Chopra here, and people paid $1,200 yes. to spend a couple of days. A very intimate experience with Deepak Very for intimate, a week. but David has some wonderful things to share, and it really is inexpensive here. So that's, it's that's wonderful. Brilliant. And do call. You don't have, even if you don't pay, just call and pre register. You can pay at the door. Absolutely. But you'll yeah. still get the reduced rate. So Absolutely. Or go right. on unityonmaui.org. 242 We're going to take a break and hear from our sponsors who make conversations with friends possible. Conversations with Friends with Mary Omwake is a presentation of Unity on Maui. We are a trans-denominational community. If you'd like to join our families of sponsors on Conversations with Friends, please call us at Unity at 242-9327. There's a reason that Hawaii's premier mortgage company has successfully completed over $2 billion in loans for the people of Maui. With over 20 years of experience and a 99% loan completion rate, Trisha Morris and Premier Mortgage have earned the trust of thousands of Maui homeowners. Where mortgages are concerned, don't leave anything to chance. Go with number one. Call Trisha Morris and her team of magicians today. 874-8800. That's 874-8800 for Hawaii's Premier Mortgage Company. And now, back to Conversations with Friends. Wonderful interview with David Livingston. That was awesome. Wow. I want to take it, but I'm... I'm going to actually be on the You're heading out today. Out. You're, you're going to the Peace Train. You must be excited about and that. And I'm coming back Saturday. I'm very excited, you know, to be on the train. I, I Actually, Season for Peace and Nonviolence, the Gandhi King, was started. We were in a hotel room and actually at a backyard barbecue, but we'd started in a hotel room like we'd take these principles and join together. Mm-hmm. And we'd been all been ministers in big, big churches. And, and then we were at a barbecue, and Arun Gandhi was saying, God, he just wanted to— how could he get his grandfather's ideas into the world for mm-hmm. nonviolence? They were so helpful, and the world needed them. Mm-hmm. And so we are these budding ministers that all we do is grow, grow, grow mm-hmm. churches. And we thought, okay. And so we went, came together, and because it was Arun Gandhi, the country of India got us at the U.N. We were at the U.N. nine months after we launched it. In the General Assembly. With the Vice President yeah. of the United States. It was Al Gore, wasn't it? Way back. Do you remember back then? Yeah, we, yeah we that, won that war. was Al Gore, yeah. Yeah, it was Al Gore and, and uh, leaders from all over the world, and it just took off. Um, but anyway, we've got uh, some very exciting classes and things coming up besides the Peace Train, which I'm doing. Mm-hmm. You've got a class and congruent marketing since we've been talking about money. We've been talking about money and, and how to position things and, and marketing. And my class is on May 5th. It was a, I did it in January. I had pneumonia. And, oh, uh, and you did sort fabulous. Of a, a, a you did fabulous. People have been asking for it again. So we're doing it. It's a three-hour workshop. And it's really for people who think that marketing – I'm going to say that it sucks, that marketing is, is, is something they don't want to do, that marketing makes you feel sleazy and slimy, and, and that it's just not with who you are. What I work with people to do is discover their authentic self, their congruent self, and look at 
all the things that you're doing in your small business, in your practice, because you know people here on Maui have multiple jobs. They 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 have a regular nine to five job. They do massage therapy. They do construction. Whatever it is, we had some people at the last thing who 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 chopped down coconuts and 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 wasn't and, that amazing? Was, Tell some, that story about this guy that cuts coconut uh, does the he, he trims was, the palm trees. He trims palm without trees without using spikes. Without uh, spikeless palm trees, and he wanted to know how to grow his business, and because he was just working on a few people's homes, and I and I said. And this is what we'll do in the workshop. We do these hot seats where people get up and talk about their business. And I prescribe what what I would do and what I would recommend. And and uh, I told him what to do. And uh, he's now getting big hotels in Wailea Aww. as clients. And not only that, but he's helping maintain the trees in, in, a, in a totally different way than normally uh, coconut palms are are trimmed in the island and uh it's just looking at things differently and expressing it in such a way that your passion comes out and that people really understand that everything in your life has led to what you're doing whether it's you know ministering or writing a book or or being a massage therapist and it comes across in a truly authentic way in a congruent way and we have some exercises david talked about about what you do you can't manufacture it Mm -hmm. it's got to be genuine you got to be doing what you love Mm -hmm. first Mm -hmm. and what you are such a good teacher and you evoke, like this young man was so shy. And by the time he got done, he was he had business cards and posters and ads yeah. and people cheering him on. I yeah. mean, you really are magic. It was a great well, I, I feel that's sort of my blessing. My, my, my Molly calls me a dowser. And what I'm <laughs> able to do is just listen to people and douse for what it is, is their excellence, and put it together in a congruent story so they can communicate it. And that's really what it takes, is being able to tell a story in such a way that when people hear it, they can say, Oh, that makes perfect sense. Now I understand what your business is all about. And I show them um, strategies and tactics. One of the things that I'm a big believer in is reducing the risk. Anytime there's a, a, a transaction that's going on between two parties, one person is being asked to assume more of the risk. So uh, what I show people to do is how to reverse that dynamic and assume all the risk instead of so for example uh, what i do in all of my businesses is offer an unconditional money back guarantee so people can buy a book or or whatever i'm offering and get a money back guarantee which of course extends to this thing that we're doing on may 5th with congruent marketing um if you don't like it after three hours if you don't think it's the most uh, sensational just ask for your money back absolutely that's jim jacobson congruent marketing and we have a couple other classes we I want to mention. Every Monday night, we do the David Hawkins DVD. And, um, oh, last night, we just kept going two hours. I said, well, as much enlightenment as our touche <laughs> could handle. But it, we were, he was just so on last night talking about alignment and consciousness. And everybody was just – and we got so many great young people in there. David mm. Hawkins is so great. And then Bonnie, your canon, is doing the Christ Experience on Wednesday Wednesdays night. Wednesdays at 6.45. Right. And uh, you just come and she prepares the parables and you talk about them. She's a Marvelous. She is, so, she she is spirit isn't in she realized. Lovely. Oh, my goodness. We're so blessed. We've got just, if you, I think the thing to do is people go online, unityonmaui.org. Mm-hmm. And uh, also tune in next week because we, our special guests are John and Natalie Tyler and Barbara Marks Hubbard, whose book we're going to start using, Emergence, for the shift from ego to essence. We're going to do home circles all over Maui. So um, it's just been great. It is. Join us this Sunday at the Seventh-day Adventist Church on the corner of Puneni and Wakea in Kahalui. And we'll be uh, setting an intention to make this a complaint-free world. A complaint-free world. Have a great trip, Mary. We'll see you on Sunday. You'll be back. I'll be back. It's going to be a quick one. We get on a train. I spend the day in meetings, agape, um, with Michael Beckwith on a train, and then a a conference with the great legends of the civil rights movement. So for all of Maui and uh, for all the world, we join all the people who are working together to create a peaceful world, and we send all of our love, all of our support to Virginia and the families and the students and all of those that have just walked through one of the greatest tragedies that we've experienced. Join us again next Tuesday. Aloha. Aloha. Aloha.